Jack, I want to ask you. What are we up to? Uh, we're up to... Yeah, we're getting started. We're covering Mary today. Um, I think last week we did question 95, which was born of the Virgin Mary, wise Mary, true the mother of we God. We did that one. Can I ask you, sometimes in the, when there's a statue of Mary... Yeah. Like, she'll be... Oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Right? She's stepping forward, right? Okay. Like a lot of... Um, yeah. Christian yeah. statues, the feet are on an even keel. But Mary is often stepping towards us. And in Steubenville, there is a... This causes her garment in the statue to cling to certain... They, they feminise her more. Mm. You see a hip. You see a Marian... But you don't usually get... For a mother, it's a non-shapely outfit. Like the... Well, look, I've, ne- I've never noticed that particular thing about she's always stepping forward, but you may be right. Yeah, I think she's always stepping forward. Um, have you ever been it to... It might the- be stepping forward onto the snake. Have you ever seen the picture in St. Mary's Cathedral in Sydney? No. So there's a picture that was an artist did in, like, 2008. Yeah. Um, and he uses his model, Natalie Portman, from the Star no. Wars movies. And so it's this, like... Is I'm, it? I mean, I love Natalie Portman. Yeah. Yeah. You're a man of a certain age. I know. It's hard to look at that picture. There were Jessica Alba men and Natalie Portman men. I was a Natalie Portman man. I was a classy guy. Sam, what were you? Who, do you, who was your starlet of the early 2000s? Did you ever have a Natalie Portman fixation? Sam McDonough had a big Natalie Portman one. Oh, yeah. Of course, dude. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Now, now it's totally Mr. Button. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer still. Nah, Summer. I've gone off of it. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm I was 16, big time summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched it the third time and it's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's a dream. Oh, he is a dream. Bad boy from the other side of the tracks. Yes. I love the OC. Seth Cohen is more annoying on a rewatch than I remember him being at the time. I, I just feel like I relate to him more and more as I get older. Really? Yeah. I like Sandy, the dad. Sandy's so cool, dude. So handsome. I, I realized on my 35th birthday, I'm closer to Sandy's age than Seth's, and I was not Ooh. unhappy about that. Now I'm Yoga Lattes. Remember, he smoked a bong out of an apple in one episode. He talks about it. Anyway, I remember being scandalised by that we at should, 16. We should actually do... So, what does the Immaculate Conception mean? God freely chose Mary from all eternity to be the mother of his son. In order to carry out her mission, she herself was conceived immaculate. This means that thanks to the grace of God and, it, and in anticipation of the merits of Jesus Christ... Mary was preserved from original sin from the first instant of her conception. And we definitely believe that. Yes, we do. That's a dogma of the faith. We have to believe it. Scripturally, it's not present. It might be it might not be in conflict with the scripture. Yeah. I recently had a long conversation with an <laughs> with an Anabaptist hotline where um, some scriptural differences were yeah. brought into sharp relief. But I mean, people didn't always believe that. There was a big conflict about this particular well, dogma. With, like Thomas Aquinas didn't think this. Right, so we'll get to, to like papal infallibility when we do the church, which c- yeah. is coming up. But in terms of how we know this to be true, yeah, so this, we, our understanding has maybe evolved over time. No? In a certain respect, you could say that, yes. So one of the, one of the conditions for um, dogmatic pronouncements by the magisterium mm. is that it has to have been held as a belief for essentially Christian history, right? Like, it can't be a new thing. So while there was disputes about this in the Middle Ages, there were disputes, right? So Thomas Aquinas is arguing with people about the Immaculate Conception. 
And I'm pretty sure, I can't remember specifically, but I'm pretty sure there was a Pope in like the 13th century who put this argument on ice. He just said, he, the Franciscans and the Dominicans were arguing about it so much. Yeah. He said, when you're to stop arguing about this, there'll be no further discussion for another couple hundred years. Right? Like, we're just not going to deal with it. We'll come back to it. We'll come back to it later. Because then, and we'll also then have a, a greater appreciation of what, what we are to understand. Um, and that is a beautiful thing, I think, as well. Because it, it, it shows you that, like, yeah, this is hard stuff. You don't have to get it all at once. Right? Like, even the church has to receive it. Well, as I look up into the Benedict poster, hmm. which I'm more in favour of uh, acknowledging that it exists now. <laughs> Uh, you know, we are what we are co-laborers in the truth. I think is the terminology that he uses, and yeah, I think these it is, things yeah. are unveiled to us in time. And there are times at which some things might be easier to understand, and yeah. times at which they're more difficult. So the Immaculate Conception was only defined as a dogma in the 19th century. Yes, um, was it after Vatican I? Was I think it was there. before. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was before because the Church hadn't actually settled on. I don't think papal infallibility yet. So he came out and said it yeah. infallibly, and then said, "Pius the was a wild dude, man. He was <laughs> he was a killer pope." Um, but one of the things that that like uh, affirmed this, I suppose, was the the um, Marian apparition at Lourdes, which was shortly after the pronouncement of, of Immaculate Conception, and she announces herself to Saint Bernadette as like I am the Immaculate Conception. Okay. Right when when Saint Bernard asks her who she is, this it makes so much more sense of, and she cries when she says that as well. Oh, Mary's crying. Mary's crying because she's so moved by the fact that the church has understood this thing. Yeah, her. yeah, it's so cool. It seems quite weird when you come into Catholicism sure. that we call Mary by eight different names and nine different places or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. Some people have like specific devotions to Our Lady of the Plants yeah, is my like, favourite one. Our Lady of the Boat people. Yeah, Like yeah. it's all the same Mary, but people are like, but the Mary who appeared at this part of France yeah, yeah. in this year. Yeah. And then, but it also, sometimes it's quite political. Hmm. Like there's something about Fatima Sure. Catholics, yeah. where you go, I think that... Fatimaniacs is a friend of ours. Fatimaniacs. <laughs> used to call them. <laughs> Did Al used to say that? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, it's great. One of his greater contributions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, God bless him. Fat, yeah. There's when you, and I assume there's like, there's people will have like Lords is a big thing for them. It's sure, like Lords. Lords is a big thing for me. Lords, yeah. you have a big, you have a I special kinda, devotion. I do. And then Latin Americans would be like Guadalupe, and then sometimes yeah, yeah. non-Latin Americans will be like. If you look at the stars on the Cape, yeah, yeah, they are the Southern Hemisphere sure. at this time of yeah. It's got a lot of symbols. Yeah. I think it makes... The more you go into it and for what each of them mean to yeah. specific people. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't have a particular Mary that is my favourite. But, but in terms of the Immaculate Conception... Immaculate Conception. So this is, um, this is not... So people often think... This is a common misconception. When people say the Immaculate Conception, they, they think they're talking about Jesus. They say that, that means he's born divine. Right? But no, the Immaculate Conception, we're actually talking about Mary's conception. And Mary is conceived is preserved from original sin at her conception. So as we ca- so original sin is like congenitally handed down. Exactly, like, like yes. Like the genome yeah, that we yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she has a mutation whereby she's returned to a non-original sin. Well, no, we wouldn't say that at all. We wouldn't say actually, mutation? Yeah. No. Because it's, that, it's the direct intervention of God. But she's conceived... She has a mother and a father. Yeah. 
like a physical father. Yes, yeah, she's yeah. So she's not, she's not like uh, the Holy Spirit hasn't conceived her out of nothing, like happens with Christ. Yeah. Um, she is born of a mother and father. But so what we're saying is, so let's read this again. Say it again. So God freely chose Mary from all eternity. So Fulton Sheen has this, has this thing where he says, the reason that Christ has to be born on year zero in the Roman Empire on this day in this place was because that's where Mary was. Okay. Right? So like God has to choose, he's choosing the best woman in all of creation for his son. But he's choosing to preserve Mary then. Yes. So, so God freely chose Mary from all eternity to be the mother of his son in order to carry out her mission, which is to like raise Christ and to conceive him. She is conceived immaculate. So what does that mean? This means that thanks to the grace of God, so it's, it's by direct intervention of God and in anticipation of the merits of Jesus Christ. So it's, it's the merits of Christ on the cross yes. are being applied to her. Preemptively. Preemptively. Okay. Right? So this it's, is, I think, an important point because the yeah. question, if, if she's preserved from sin yeah. and she, if she's a new Eve... Is she saved? Well, why does she need her son? Right, exactly. Yeah. So it, uh, is she saved by the salvific action of Christ? And the church is saying, yes, she is. But she's just, it's because God is eternal. He's applying those things out of step that so he normally is, would. But, so she's fallen and saved simultaneously at her creation. Like Eve is created without sin. Without sin, yeah. Or without... Original sin. Original sin, but still has the, still can be tempted to sin. She basically. has the capacity for personal sin. Yeah. Now, does Mary have the capacity for personal she sin? She has the capacity for personal sin, doesn't. but she just doesn't sin. Okay. So that, that's why we talk about Mary as the new Eve, right? Because she's sort of reconstituting, as Christ reconstitutes the human race yeah. by being the new Adam, she's sort of doing the same thing. But, and the other thing is like this, the symmetry and the poetry of it is so beautiful, right? Because it's like through Eve, man fell. And through the new Eve, man is redeemed, right? Like, the, like you can't actually have the redemption of the masculine side of humanity without the, the, the feminine side of humanity having a part to play, and Mary has, like, a subject part to play. Yes. But a very important say, one. This is the sort of feminism that plays very well with Catholics and so excruciatingly badly with women's in gender studies degrees. Sure. Oh, so you need a woman to make a man succeed? Hmm? Well, in this instance, yes, you do. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah. I don't know how many men I have to see redeemed by good women. Well, like, it's not good for man to be alone, right? That's why there is man and woman. Um, man and woman are made to be... Two parts of a whole. Yes. Compliment, complementarity, all that sort of stuff. And Mary and Christ are doing that because, but they're doing it in a very specific way, which is like Adam and Eve fell. Yeah. Mary and Christ redeem. And that Mary doesn't fall and we take it on. Yeah. We don't have any evidence of her. So, so where do we get this scripturally from is the question you were asking before. Sure. So what's the start of the Hail Mary? The angel comes and what's, what's an angel? An angel is the messenger of God. Yes. So an angel has to deliver God's message as God has given it to, to the angel, right? As the angel says, Hail Mary, full of grace. And that's the, the thing that people have been arguing about for 2,000 years. What is years. it to be full of grace? What does it mean to be full of grace? Right? If she's a sinner like us, we are not full of grace. Grace can be imparted to us. There's no part of her that's not grace. She is tippy-top full of grace. And by grace is Cooperation with She's God. fully cooperating with God and God is acting in her in a way that he, he can't or he doesn't act in us. When he sa- and he says the Lord is with thee yep. before she conceives. Right, because she 
she has lived a good life, right? She's righteous in the eyes of God. Right. Yeah. By being full of grace, the yeah. Lord is with her. Yeah. So she's so there's all this stuff about like okay why does she need to be preserved from sin and it's like okay well then you look at like who Christ is he's the sort of he's the new covenant right in his person and we look at the old covenant and it's like well what do we do with the old covenant right like we built a tabernacle a tabernacle that was pure a tabernacle that was undefiled all that sort of stuff this I always bristle at this because this, this is where we get into things of like all I see when as Catholics, we talk about this is like snooty, loser guys like me. Ah, I'm thinking worse social skills. Okay, but thank you. Mm, it is fitting for our lady yeah. to be because, like, fitting is not a term that's used in the Bible a great deal. But it's sure. something that Catholics use all the time to explain. Yeah. Why do you need that covered in gold? It is fitting that it should be covered in yeah. gold. And it's like, well, how far back do you want to take that? Like, is it not fitting that Mary would have, uh, that her her mother would have been divinely conceived? And that for six, seven, eight, nine generations back, there was like a long sure. ride yeah. to build. Is this an eternal recurrence her. thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who are we to decide how right. far back that has to go? Right, and exactly. Who are we to decide? So we're going to believe God's word. And God, through his angel, has said that Mary is full of grace. Um, so we would think it would be otherwise impossible for her because she would have original sin right exactly she couldn't be full of grace yeah. had she not been preserved yeah exactly but why does she have to be ah alright yeah fine yeah I like that what, and what's the counter argument though that full of grace doesn't mean that that full of grace is just like well so there are like other versions honorific yeah exactly so the, the, the I think like I mean what Thomas Aquinas says is like he doesn't deny that Mary is holy of course mm. right like I actually don't not that familiar with Aquinas' arguments but I imagine it's something like this uh, which is that you're only getting the best here on the Ketakar. Yeah, it's only the finest, most in depth. Oh, I do. There's something about building a house and the foundations. I can't remember, um, but that essentially that she was not preserved from original sin, but she didn't personally sin or something like that. Well, that was a very okay. popular argument, right? So even so, even though she was wounded by sin, she never gave into it. All this sort of stuff. But the the, the Franciscans' response to this was like, but that. You can't be full of grace if you have original sin yeah. because it pre- it kind of prevents you from doing that, right? And how could that be the case if she's not preserved from original sin by the merits of Christ, right? Like it's And the other thing is like when we're going back to um, Chalcedon, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, and like what we say about Mary is what we say about Christ. And that principle applies here, right? When we say Mary is the mother of God, we're actually saying something about Christ, which is that the person of Jesus of Nazareth is God. Yeah. yeah. When we say that Mary is preserved immaculate, she's immaculately conceived, people go, oh, you're saying something too great about Mary. It's like, no, no, no. We're saying something great about Christ, right? Because, like, that that's how important his mission is, that he has to have a mother. Yes, and I don't want to say, I don't want to produce how splendid Mary is. Mm. But to say that she's then preserved from sin is, is sort of to say that she's a saint, She's, she's, she's the greatest holy. saint. She's, she's the greatest apart, saint. The greatest yeah, yeah. saint. Yeah. But that is the... What she is born into is the thing that we're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. which is to be like Eve before the fall. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, there may be things conferred that are better and, oh, happy fault and mm. all that stuff. But, like, we don't say... When we speak of Eve before the fall, we mm. don't go, oh, Eve, magical, tremendous, uh, non-original sin having Eve. Mm. We go, yeah, it's... Oh, it's a bit tainted by the stuff that comes afterwards, right? <laughs> Not a lot of people going around going like, 
I mean, you do, but mm. not a lot of people going around going like, oh man, Louis C.K. was great. Before, right? Most people like, because you can't escape. Before the uh, onanism and the... Exactly. Yeah. You know, because you are you are a creature of history. And it's like, oh, I love Michael Jackson. I do love Michael Jackson. Right, yeah. But like, it's always a bit tarnished by the things that come after that. I mean, you know, in R. Kelly's case, it's even more impressive. He's recording this latest album from his jail cell. So how hard you have to work to have an album of that sort of quality while in prison? I mean, the other thing about Mary is that, like, Mary is a... Uh, she is a model for Christians, right? Yes. And so then you sort of go, okay, well, then why does she have to be immaculate? Because I'm not immaculate, right? I wasn't preserved from original sin. But what she is, like, so Christ, being God, is a model, but he's a hard model because he's also got... Mary is fully human and she's the most human. She's humanity ordered perfectly in order with God's plan. Yeah. So the things that happen to Mary are the things that are promised to us in Christ. So, lives without sin, dies without sin, gets assumed into heaven, right? Like, and what, what, and so we're going to get to the assumption Let's later. Get to the assumption. Well, I don't Is think it's here? next. No, no, no. But like, like, what does this mean? It's like, oh, actually, what's happening to Mary is what is promised to us if we follow Christ, because she's the first Christian. She's the first one that says yes. I mean, I guess we can't also. Here's a here's a problem with some of this. Again, we spoke about this before, but like these things following on from one another. Yeah. So there are a lot of Christians who do not believe in original sin. I don't know if there are, but yeah, they might believe okay. in a fallen nature. They believe in original sin. Yeah, they might. Uh, there are different terms for don't. it. Yeah, but they do. Yeah. I mean, the Orthodox call it like first sin. Yeah. And they don't seem to have the congenital view of sin. No, they don't. That's true. They yeah. live in a kind of fallen yeah. nature. Well, we, we would call that sin the first sin and then the state that we inherit original sin. They don't have the description of the state, I suppose. Because yeah. they didn't have Augustine, right, in, in the East. But like pre-Augustine when there's not a formalised doctrine of original sin. Yeah. There has to be an explanation somehow. For yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's also been grappled with. And the other thing is like it's been grappled with in the first three centuries in particular, in very disparate ways, because everyone's sort of disconnected, the Roman Empire's still persecuting you, and it's not until after that ends that people can start getting there and nutting stuff out. And that's when you get the first big declarations of the Christian faith. Um, And again, what they're doing then is appealing to earlier parts of history and going, well, we were taught this stuff. Yes. We'll talk this here, we'll talk this here. Okay, well, actually, we'll talk the same thing about these things. This is the stuff that we might disagree on. We've got but to this work seems a out. logical fleshing out of things from, the, from a first principle that you go down yeah. a certain road and that then leads you to so a bunch I, of other stuff. And I think that would be mostly the Orthodox disagreement with it. Like yeah. the Orthodox would say it's too logical. Like you're applying human reason. Yeah, like let some of this stuff be mystical. Exactly. Let it be a mystery. Why yeah. do you need to... Yeah. Yeah, how do you need to know? And again, it wouldn't even be that they would say no; they would just say too much. Calm down. Yeah, they would also sometimes say that about condoms. Don't overthink it. Sometimes, who knows? Maybe good, bad. Who are we to say? I find their position on that sometimes to be very compelling. Now, let us continue. Not that I would enact that, but it's not always easy to have the counter argument. Ah. That was a long time in the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. How going. does Mary... Well, I think we've actually done some of the following things. How does Mary cooperate in the divine plan of salvation? 
By the grace of God, Mary was kept free from every personal sin her whole life. You love this. Yeah, go on. She is the one who is full of grace, the all-holy. When the angel announced to her that she would give birth to the Son of Most High, she freely gave her consent with the obedience of faith. Mary thus gave herself entirely to the person and work of her son Jesus, espousing wholeheartedly the divine will regarding salvation. Kept free from every personal sin her whole life long. So when we sin, that's God not keeping us Free. Yeah, God, God could keep us free yeah. and allows willingly allows us to sin. God permits us our freedom. And he, it's not that he's not permitting Mary her freedom, but he's co-op, she's cooperating with his grace in a way that we can't because she's preserved from original sin. So he can do more in her than he can do in us. Because she doesn't have this like... so. Because what are the effects of original sin? We talked about this already. Concupiscence. Yep. The darkening of the will of the intellect. Yes. Right? Not knowing what the good is. Mary, she, Mary knows the good. She knows the good. She can do the good. So when the angel comes to her... Yeah, she can the, carry it out. Like, an angel says, like, oh, you're going to do this stuff. And she's like, really? Like, I don't know. Like, she's not an idiot. She's not just like, oh, okay. And then the angel explains it to her. And she's like, okay, well, that's the good thing to do. I'm going to do it. Yes. She She's not, like, burdened with the anxieties and Also, well, she fears. doesn't have the titillation of what the wrong thing would be. Right, exactly. Yeah. She has no, like, sense of, like, oh, sin would be better. Right, like, oh, I could get, I could really have fun with the sin. She's like, oh, that's disgusting. I'm not going to do that. Our lady of, our lady of judgmentalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our lady of squeamishness. All right, no. I, Just got to bring this. Yeah, I don't know what is going on. Well, my lighter is stuff. Oh, what? And I've got a. Sam will have a lighter somewhere, but Sam light? has a lot of incense. Have this you is sad. No, I've got this, like, sorted out here. This is not a system. No, it sure is. Ah. No! You need it? We might, uh... Should we take a break? No, no, no! I've got it. Oh, I want it! Uh, I want it. Edit. No! Right, keep it, what are we, how long have we gone? We're still rolling. Half an hour. Oh, yeah, we've got more to do. I want to change this camera angle anyway. I'm sorry. Some fluff oh got stuck under my... Thing. A lot of fluff got stuck in my thing. <laughs> Bizarre. You've taken the safety off. Yeah, it's just in a. Just it doing it into the fan. There you go. There you go. Ah! Good everybody. I'm sorry oh! about that. Sam, have you fixed up the camera? As you wanted it? Yes. Yeah. All right, we can continue. I'm very sorry about the technical difficulties. No, it's fine. Are you satisfied with that yeah, answer? Yeah, look, I think that's all pretty much follows on from what we were saying before. What does the virginal, 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 virginal conception of Jesus mean? Right, so this is what people often mistake for the Immaculate Conception, is the virginal conception. The virginal conception of Jesus means that Jesus was conceived in the womb of the Virgin, solely by the power of the Holy Spirit, without the intervention of a man. He is the Son of the Heavenly Father, according to his divine nature, and the Son of Mary, according to his human nature. He is, however, truly the Son of God in both natures, since there is in him only one person who is divine. We covered a lot of that last week. In what sense is Mary ever virgin? Mary is ever virgin in the sense that she remained a virgin in conceiving her son, a virgin in giving birth to him, a virgin in carrying him, a virgin in nursing him at her breast, always a virgin. Therefore, when the Gospels speak of the brothers and sisters of Jesus, they're talking about the close relations of Jesus according to the way of speaking used in Scriptures. I think there's good arguments for that 
from uh, from history. Mm. Uh, this is not something that, like, a lot of Protestants don't believe that. Yeah. Um, I, the mo- and I struggled with this because I had always, I hadn't paid it much attention, but it just seems when you're reading the book and it says, and that's the brother, yeah, of Christ. It's yeah. James, the brother of Christ. Yeah. First of all, I quite like that someone called James gets to be the brother of Christ. That's pretty <laughs> cool. And uh, and I know that James then takes over the church. I didn't know this at the time, but James. James is running the church in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Which is like sort of, if you had a fiefdom... He's a, he's a big dog. He's a big dog. But in like having, having your blood relative continue running the church in your absence makes sense. That's yeah. what you'd expect. Like, you know, when Muhammad's reign is up... I was about to say. Yeah, you yeah. have descendants and family members and that's the... You know, who, yeah. who comes after David? Yeah. I think it's his son. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, Peter's not his blood, but Peter's... You are the rocker. It seems pretty clear in Peter's the text. The, Peter's our boy. And I think Hans Kung tries to say that like this is added later by Catholics, that this is not a genuine line. We'll like, get to Petrine supremacy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but it's certainly... You, you don't have that argument as a Protestant. You, you still take, you're the rock, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's pretty clear he's setting up the lineage through someone who's not a relative and that would be weird if you had relatives and you were having a flesh and blood kingdom but when I, there's no there doesn't seem to be a there aren't some of the divisions that you would expect yeah in the early church mm. that I can see or have yeah. been observed to me sure that I think you would get if there was a a blood lineage sure coming from Christ there would also be other questions if you accept all the things that we've said about original sin yeah and Mary being preserved from sin yeah and then like the brothers of Christ being further children of Mary. Yeah. Are they half preserved from sin? Like, assuming that Joseph is their father, mm. uh, they only have half a sinful nature? Because obviously yeah, I guess that's not why we believe it. I'd never thought about it like that. If you were to make point. the counter argument and say, yeah. no, is this a brother? Yeah. You would then have to, you have to contend with these other things. Sure. I never are, thought about it. There are like yeah. demigods who are also descended yeah, from sure. Mary or whatever, like yeah. have a higher state yeah, yeah. than the other apostles. Shouldn't they have supremacy if yeah. they're kept from sin? If they're that, if they're closer to the mother, but it's not it's James not no. at the foot of the cross, to whom Christ says, no. "This is your son. Yeah. This is your mother." Man, behold, it's John, yeah. who is definitely not yeah. Christ's blood relative. Who you would assume, if like mum's think. there and his brothers there, James might rock up, right? Like to be like, Ooh, "My brother's getting crucified." But we think that James is then what, potentially a cousin, potentially an earlier... A relative, yeah. Some sort of relative. Yeah. And they're just saying brother. Or like Joseph's kids, could we say that even? Maybe, right? But like, not, a, not yeah. a blood relation. No. Well, the other thing is like, and yeah, and we talked about this already in earlier episodes where we talked about the, the Bible and stuff like that. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have talked about the Bible yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, when we're talking about scripture and tradition, I think we... T- That's did not a bad name for the show if we don't want to call it the catechism. The Bible and the stuff, Bible like, stuff that. like that. The Bible and stuff like that. Yeah, um, is uh, yeah, like there is this way of speaking when you have these types of communities in these yeah. sort of like more primitive. I call people brother all the time. Right. Well, yeah. Like we live in Australia. Like we know Aboriginals, right? Yes. Ab- Aboriginals are like, oh, he's my brother. Yeah. Right. Like he's my brother. It's it's his cousin, it's his Auntie, second cousin, exactly. My cousin. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so you have these like familial relationships with people who aren't necessarily your family. Yes. Because you have that type of community. And that's very easy to see in the story of like uh, 
them finding the child Jesus in the temple, right? Mary and Joseph go to Jerusalem for the feast and they're leaving. And three days later, they're like, oh, where's Jesus, right? We've, they've gone by caravan back. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we lost him. And people sort of go, how do you lose your kid after three days? It's because you don't have that. Because you're not traveling as a family unit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're traveling as a community. And you're sort of assuming that other people are doing stuff on your behalf. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it. Increasingly, the community that I'm in mm. starts to look... Once you have a big family. More and more. You have a big family, but then you're, you're very close with other people who have big, big families. families and you're like, really well. they're, they're looking after my kids. They'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to think we are slightly inoculated against a laissez-faire attitude to having people who are not um, sure. me looking after my kids for all the trouble that the church has gotten into in the past. No, but you know, like, yeah, you're your friend's house and you're yeah. like... I can trust these people. I know them. Yeah. Yeah. I look after their kids, they look after my kids. Just the way it should be. Mm. And that's why it's such a terrible scandal to, um, well, it's one of the reasons, the abuse. Yeah. The abuse is in itself very bad. Yeah. But the abuse. You're thinking of the Norm Macdonald thing, right? Yeah. For me, it was the rape. For me, <laughs> it is the rape. The hypocrisy. But it's, I think, yeah, the worst thing, what's the worst thing about the, for me, the worst thing about the Bill Cosby was the hypocrisy. It's like, yeah, for me, I think it was the rape. And the rapes are really bad. But the rapes don't happen in isolation. There's a lot of community damage that happens with that. Yeah, and this sure. is, So in the film, um, I don't, so don't want to get on this tangent, but like in Spotlight, yeah. there's a great scene where before the revelations come out, yeah. one of them goes to, goes to see a mass yeah. and sees a community together and the children singing and the parents yeah. watching and whatever. And he's like, oh, we're about to destroy this. Yeah. He has a reckoning of like, yeah. the truth has to come out. Yeah. And but he's conflicted yeah. with, with what... Because it's not all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ugh. Sad. Sad. Many such cases. <laughs> it's a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> did you get an NFT? No, I did oh. not. No. In what sense... In what way? In what way is the... Sp- oh, I started reading the next one. In what way is the spiritual motherhood of Mary universal? So Mary only had one son, Jesus, but in him, her spiritual motherhood extends to all whom, came, whom he came to save. Obediently standing at the side of the new Adam, Jesus Christ, the virgin is the new Eve, the true mother of all the living, who with the mother's love cooperates in their birth and their formation in the order of grace. Virgin and mother, Mary is the figure of the church, its most perfect realization. So again, why do, we, why do we talk about Mary as our mother? Because if we're baptized in the life of Christ, mm. then she's our mother. She's our mother. Yeah. Yeah, she's the mother of the church. She's the mother of all the saved. So, and, so in the order of grace, we can come to her like a mother, which yes. is why we pray to her. Yes. Preferentially, you know. I'm happy with it. Yeah, great. I've found um, even Protestants and high church Anglicans who believe in... You know, they, they have some Mary, Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some Mariology. Um, there's like a real emotional thing that happens with having a lot of statues of Mary and talking about Mary yeah. and praying to and through and yeah. with. And yeah. Yeah, and it's very nice. I mean, like the common like feminist thing is like, ah, oh, like, ah, oh, these Catholics. Like Father they hold, God, like, Mary on the side. Well, yeah. not only that, but it's like, oh, they hold, yeah, they think they hold women in such esteem, but like they expect... You know their their wives to be virgins, right? Like they want this like perfect femininity and stuff, right? Like that's that's the, the sort of feminist critique of of the of the Marian One cult. Of many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just like, 
your complete misunderstanding the, the, the nature of the relationship, right? Which is that, that of motherhood, which is that you don't venerate Mary because you want, like, your wife to be a virgin. In you fact, venerate you Mary certainly don't want your wife to be a virgin. Right. Yeah, like, you venerate Mary because, like... It would make life much uh, worse. Because she's your mum, right? Like, that's why you venerate Mary, because she's your mum, as she's Christ's mum. Yeah. And it's like, well... If but it, it does continue to be weird to think of your mother having intercourse. Right? Yeah, I mean, again, not why we think she's a virgin. But no one's like, you want your mum to be a virgin. Yeah. like, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, like, obviously, she's not. I'm here. But in terms of, like, what people on a weird, deep, like, on a psychological level... No, it's beautiful want. that my mum's getting railed by my dad. Choo-choo. In what sense is the life of Christ a mystery? The entire life of Christ is a revelation. What was visible in the earthly life of Jesus leads us to the invisible mystery of his divine sonship. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Furthermore, even though salvation comes complete from the cross and the resurrection, the entire life of Jesus is a mystery of redemption because everything that Jesus did, said, and suffered had for its aim the salvation of fallen human beings and the restoration of their vocation as children of God. Can I ask a question? Yo. How long have we been going? Yeah. Yeah, let's stop there. No, yeah, again. yeah, but let me just finish this question. No, no, but I think we should start this question at the start of the next one because we've gone from Mary to Christ. All right, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, cool. Do you know what cool I mean? beans. Yeah, yeah. We can just edit it. All right, well, peace out. I'm going to end it on me saying choo-choo. And me saying I love my the idea yeah. of my mum getting around by my dad. I'm going to say choo-choo. And then the titles are coming to like, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, catacomb, jazz-a-tong, that's for sure. You know? Sure.